Hello, my name is Carl Lloydhauser. I am the senior pastor of Grace Community Church, and I am so excited that you are with us on this podcast. We also want you to get connected in a church family. If you don't have a local church, check us out at gracemontrose.org. We want to make sure that you have an opportunity to grow and connect with God. But we pray that these next 25, 30 minutes that you spend with us are powerful, that God meets you and speaks to you because he loves you so much. So um, I thought we should start on a baptism week uh, with the Lord's Prayer. Would you guys uh, just begin our uh, time uh, praying with me? So our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for doing that. So um, we have uh, 41 people who've signed up to be baptized this weekend. So yeah, we could clap about that. Praise the Lord. We've had a number of people already at our other services uh, jumping in. So good news is not all 41 of them are happening now. So we won't be baptizing until three today. So, um, and I'm not going to talk very long uh, because we're going to be spending so much time uh, on the baptisms, and, and we want to give uh, that the focus uh, that each person uh, deserves and needs there. So I was watching a um, La La Land with my 10-year-old girl, because if you have a 10-year-old girl, that's the kind of movies that you watch. You watch La La Land. And so um, I, at the very end of the movie, I don't know how to describe the ending quickly, but so the two people who were supposed to be in love, uh, their careers got in the way and they weren't together and they have this kind of moment at the very end of the movie where they have this kind of, it's not a flashback, but a flash of like what could have been. And then um, at the end, their eyes kind of lock and they go their separate ways. And so I'm sitting there with Naya, my 10-year-old daughter, and I thought, man, that, that was a pretty good ending. And I look at her and she said, worst ending ever. It's like, oh, okay, I guess it wasn't that good of an ending. And uh, today, as uh, people are coming into this beginning, this step that they're doing with Jesus, I actually wanted to begin with the end in mind. Now, you may have heard that. That's a Stephen Covey thing from Seven Habits, right? Begin with the end in mind. A good way to live, but actually, he didn't think it up. Um, That actually came way before he ever wrote that down. And it came from the Bible, and it's actually from the Apostle Paul. And so if uh, you have your Bible, you can open up to Philippians 3. But we're going to look at uh, this just really quickly uh, of how he's in uh, probably got about 10, 15 years left in his ministry. And um, this is what he says in uh, this epistle. He says, Paul says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so here Paul is ministering, but it is all about that goal. It's all about the end. And he's thinking about this time where he's going to see Jesus face to face and he's going to receive his reward and he's going to go into heaven and the one that he loves and the one that he's been following, that they're going to be connected like they're always meant to be and that's just hand in hand, face to face, pressing on towards that goal. But I wanted to take a peek just at Paul's ending. So we're going to fast forward a number of decades, one or two decades here. And Paul's probably about 66 years old or so. He's been ministering for about 30 years. 
and uh, he's talking to a young pastor named Timothy. And um, he's just about to be martyred. Uh, he, actually, Nero is, uh, is about to take his life for him following Jesus. And, and of course, he doesn't know that's the way it's going to happen, but he just knows that his time is almost there. And this is what he tells uh, this young pastor as he sees the end. He says in 2 Timothy 4, 7 through 8, he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but check this out, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. See, that's the end. This step that everyone is taking here, that we're about to witness, this is where they're moving towards. Now, many people, they're taking their, their first steps, different reasons, different places, all through this weekend. There are a number of people who are, they just gave their lives to Jesus. I mean, they just became Christians. And so they immediately obeyed and said, okay, I, I believe, and now I will be baptized, just as Jesus told us to. Believe and be baptized. And so that's, we're gonna see people who've just come to Christ this weekend. There are others who have been kind of following and kind of in and out, and they're saying, no, you know what, I need to realign, and, and I just need to get right, and, and I, from here on, I'm gonna move forward with him. And I want to get baptized as just a proclamation that from now on, Jesus really is my Lord. From now on, I'm going to follow him. And, and there's others who have been following Jesus for a long time, but they never have moved into that step of obedience where we're commanded to be baptized. And they've decided, you know what? I want all that God has for me. And I want to move in the fullness of it. And, and I'm just going to obey him because I know life comes from obedience. And so right now, it's just a, a proclamation, a decision of obedience to what God is asking them to do. And God's going to meet them and bless them as they do it. Now, here's the wonderful thing, though, that all three of those different kind of people, that they're coming, they're beginning at different places, but all of them and all of us who are in Christ have the same ending. Paul just talked about it the crown of righteousness. We're gonna see Jesus face to face. We're gonna meet him. And so this beginning here, see that they're all, they're endeavoring to do this first step. It is getting them ready for that end. And what's so exciting to me is, is that every person there, when the end comes, when they pass away, or if Jesus returns, they will be ready. They have decided that Jesus is Lord. And see, Lord, when we say that, that when we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And Lord isn't just like, ah, oh, yeah, I kind of agree with this idea. It's to say, I'm going to follow Jesus, that he's in control, that he is my Lord, and I'm giving my life to him. And this is what we're doing. I'm going to ask everybody one question. I'm going to say, is Jesus your Lord? And all they need to do is say Yes. And God says that if we confess before one another, that he'll confess us before his father. So I'm given a chance to remember, like, yeah, here's a chance that we have done that, and they're going to proclaim that. And these ones are going to be ready. And so what's, this is so exciting. I, I don't know if we understand how important this day is. I, I think baptism, I think it is bigger than your wedding day. I really do. Because this is the relationship the one relationship that will just keep growing deeper and deeper and going on forever and ever and ever. This is the most important relationship you can have, which is your relationship with Jesus. 
And this is where they come and they say, all right, I'm moving forward. I want the whole world to know that I've decided I'm going to follow him to the very end. And they make this public proclamation about the lordship in their life. So exciting. So cool. What a step that they're about to make. A step to say, I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to live with God. I'm going to be changed by him, transformed. I'm going to fall in love with Jesus more and more every single day. And we get to witness this and we get to celebrate this. So for many of them, we're going to hear their stories. Not everyone, but most of them have shared a a story on a a video. And, And one of the things that I want you to do as you watch their stories is I just want you to think back to your story. I want you to think on your baptism story. If you have one, right? Do you have a baptism story? You know, when Gina and I, when we go to weddings, um, something about weddings, I mean, we always find ourselves holding hands, sitting a little bit closer. You know, and we've been married for 28 years now, but a, a wedding just reminds us, like what Gina says, like, well, when we were little and we made those choices together and, and, and we fell in love and, and, and got started. I was telling uh, Gina just the other day, I said, you know what, I, I like you more and I love you more than I did way back then. And so we didn't know exactly what we were getting into, but boy, what a journey it's been. And so I I wanted you to think as other people are beginning this step with Jesus that you would think about where you started. Maybe you would remember your baptism and what God has done. And maybe you'll just kind of nudge a little bit closer to Jesus this morning as you remember what he's done in your life. Here's an amazing story that we've seen throughout the weekend that you're gonna see actually today. Here's an, uh, this is a beautiful baptism story. I was eight, seven years old. I gave my life to Jesus as a child. And then I decided at my church that I wanted to be baptized. So I came in front of the whole church and I said that Jesus is my Lord and then I followed him. And sometimes I made some mistakes. I didn't get it all right. But from then on, I just kept following Jesus to the very end. That's a beautiful, beautiful story. And we're seeing that story take place right now. What a powerful story. Here's another good story. Maybe this is your story. So I came to a baptism and I heard about Jesus. I heard that I have sinned and I've done things that I can't pay for. There's things that I can't make right. There's things that no matter how hard I try, they remain broken from what I've done and they remain broken in me. And see, here's the thing, God is perfect and God is holy and God cannot associate and be connected with sin. So something had to be done to cover our sin. So he sent his son, Jesus, who never sinned, to pay the price of sin, which was death. And he died for our sins because he loves you so much. That he can, he, it just wasn't acceptable for him to say, I'm going to be separated from you. And so he said, okay, I'm going to give my only son as a sacrifice. And if we believe in him, if we confess, come to him, then we are made right with God and we have a relationship with God. And you know what's amazing beyond that? Not only do we have a relationship, but it says in the word that he fills us with his spirit. So in Jesus and only in Jesus, we have constant connection, constant communion with God. And so maybe that's your story, that you haven't given your life to Jesus, but you would say, that's what I want, is is I want that relationship with God, and I do admit that I need a Savior. And if so, you know what, you could come back and actually go through those doors right now, and uh, you could just get baptized, walk in obedience to what you've just done. And so 
we, we made it available so anyone here can get baptized. And so we have a change of clothes for you. There's no really excuse to not go. We even have clean underwear. It's actually brand new underwear. You, and so you can put that on. Well, we got everything that you need. And you could go back there and you could get baptized right now. Maybe, maybe that's your story, that you want to give your life to Jesus. Well, if so, that's the place to go. And uh, really, I would encourage you that if you're going to do that, maybe you could watch one or two people if you want, just to kind of see what's going on. But after one or two people, get back there so we can make sure uh, we can get you changed and ready to go. Or, or maybe here's, a, here's another story. Maybe you, you've always believed or you've believed for a while, but you haven't walked in that obedience. You, you just haven't made that step. And I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you that there's power in obedience and there's life and there's freedom. And so if you'll come in, even just today, this could be your story, that I decided that, yeah, I want all that God has for me. And I want to walk in complete obedience. And some of you would say, well, I, ha- I got baptized when I was a baby or when I was young, and it doesn't mean anything to me. Can I be baptized? Well, I'll just say, I'm a double dipper. I have been baptized twice. And you are more than welcome uh, to come back if you want to step into that obedience. And you know what's going to come? Life and fullness and more that God has for you. So maybe that's your story. And if that's your story, you can go, my wife, Gina, she's right there. You could just come to her and she'll help you uh, get back there. And so maybe, maybe that's your baptism story so you can walk and know him. And I, I want to encourage you that if you do this at this moment, this moment will make all the difference in how it ends for you. And not just how it ends, but how it goes until it ends. Because from this moment on, you walk in life, you walk in fullness, you walk in more of what Jesus has for you. You walk together with Jesus. And it starts right here with these first steps. So if that's you, please don't don't miss the opportunity to come back and just, because I want you to have all that God has for you. And if you've already done that, if you already have a baptism story, well, it's already changing you, it's already working in you. So I just want to encourage you as we get into the water after every person comes up just to cheer and to celebrate and praise God because this is a beginning that is absolutely changing their ending. All right? So let's get to it. I'll pray and then we'll start baptizing. So Father, I just thank you so much. I thank you, Lord, that you came and you died for us. I thank you that you have changed my story. Lord, I thank you that there's 40, 50 people this weekend you are changing their story. And I thank you, Lord, it is a glorious, beautiful, amazing end that we're walking towards. And I just wanna lift up anyone right now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit, that you just give them the courage and the faith to step forward and say, yeah, I want Jesus. And they'll just walk through those doors, God, and they'll find you and that you'll meet them and you'll strengthen them and encourage them and empower them. And Lord, I wanna thank you for these that are getting baptized right now who have said yes, and they wanna do it your way. And I pray that, that Holy Spirit, you would move on each one and you would touch each one and you would transform them and they would come out of the water changed and new. And Lord, whether, whether they feel it or not, I just pray for a deep transformation in their hearts. And we give you glory and we give you praise for what's going on now for our new brothers and sisters who are walking in you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope that God spoke to you. We would love to follow up and care for you any way that we can. So come visit us at gracemontrose.org. Say hello. Let us know what we can do to help you grow in him. God bless you.